Brothers and sisters, thank you today for joining me for this um, prophetic message that the Lord has asked me to give. Um, first, before I share this message, I would really like to thank all those who have just shown such kindness and love. Um, it's it's just, it's really helped through this process. This has not been an easy process. Um, I'm not a public speaker. I've always been mortified of speaking. And so I do the best that I can with what the Lord has asked me. And I just, I really appreciate the kindness of people's hearts. Um, and, you know, because none of us are perfect, even when we're asked to deliver messages from, from the Lord, it doesn't mean that we are perfect people and we're bound to um, not always get things hundred percent correct. And that's why we're um, instructed to send you back to the Lord um, because he can answer any questions and, um, and so he is the source of all truth and light. And so, um, taking all things back to the Lord is very important. So with that being said, um, this video came about because, well, for two different reasons, well, I'm sure God's reasons and everything, but, um, there was a couple questions that had been asked in some videos. And when, um, there was one particular question and the lady was like, well, what's going to happen after this three days of darkness? And, and, um, the Lord has walked me through this process so that I can now answer that question for you. And again, always take everything back to the Lord. The second, um, question was actually asked by a very concerned mother who was concerned for her son who had not been baptized and, um, understanding why the three days of darkness will happen and the beautiful revival and everything that is going to take place because of it. Um, and also understanding that everything is on God's timing. Everything that Jesus Christ taught throughout scripture, it was all based upon his agency. He was never forced by anyone. And the Lord is going to have me do a video on that as well. So um, that might help us see that we are never to force anyone into anything. Because that's not, that's not the example that Christ set for any of us. So hopefully that will help. So this morning... Um, the Lord, I was in, in, um, conversating with the Lord and he asked me to share this part of what he had spoken to me. So the, uh, the wheat from the tares is about to be completed. Um, and then at that point I was shown a vision, um, of the three days of darkness that it's very, it's, it's, will be. It'll be a time of great humbling for the people. Many, many souls will come to me during this time. And when the light returns, this world, sorry, when the light returns, this world will have split. There will now be a great divide among the people of this world and the people of God's kingdom. Rejoice as now the rising kingdom um, oh, sorry, I'm not sure. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Got, I messed up on a line. Okay. Um, rejoice as now the rising up of the kingdom will begin. Okay. Um, so as he walked me through this, um, after the three days of darkness, um, there will be, obviously that will be a, a time of devastation, but as the earth comes back together from all the, because the earth has to be ridded of all this evil. And so 
as as the earth goes through her cleansing process during this time, the earth will come back together. And um and there will be many lost during this time. But this is also done as a grace to those people um, who who God has allowed to go home so that no more um, damage is being done to their spirit because they're in a world that they've allowed so much evil into them that, that he will take them home as a grace. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. So in the three days of dark, the three days of darkness will actually humble slash save this world, bringing in the biggest revival this world has ever seen as it humbles the people to their knees and turns them directly to Christ um, during this process and not to man. And then he had me write this in here. um, Journal your experience during the three days of darkness Um, so that the old ways will not creep back in so that you can always look back at what it was like in your life for those three days when, when the Lord literally withdrew his hand from this world, because this world believes that they don't need Christ. They don't, they don't want to apply the full atonement of what he did for them. And so during this, this time of his hand being withheld, we need to hold on to what we learn during that process so that we don't go back to that because everything that he shields us and protects us from, we will, he will remove his hand during those three days of darkness. And so we will actually see everything that Christ actually did for us that we were not willing to see for, see for ourselves that he was actually protecting us for. And we believe that we didn't need him, but he's going to show us. Yes, you do. So this journaling is very important. Um, so that, as the world now moves forward into this great end harvest and the kingdom of God rising up, that the people don't fall back into old ways that they, they begin to take this, this, um, this path with the Lord. And this is where, um, then the end harvest of souls will be made ready as the Lord now sets up his ministry, his ministry, not the world's ministry of what we've seen upon the earth. The rise of his kingdom ministry will come forth. And this is in Revelations 14, 6. So let me share this really quick. Um, okay, Revelations 14, 6 says, um, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Um, and if the everlasting gospel were already upon the earth, that would be a false scripture. And it's not a false scripture. It has to come forth. All of God's words must come into fulfillment. And so this is where the everlasting gospel is going to come forth upon the earth, um, so that the scripture can be fulfilled. 144,000 will be called out during, um, out to bring in this end harvest, the third great awakening. And he had me talk about that with the lightning when the Holy spirit comes upon us and the light, 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 lighting. I don't know why it's really hard to, those are tongue twisters when you say them together, but is the ministry. And now Jesus Christ is calling forth his ministry. 
um, to come forth upon the face of the earth. To lead those to Christ that have not heard, that have, sorry, that have, have now had the Holy Spirit descend upon them like a dove. The dove is the truth, not man's truth, but God's truth. This is the rise of God's kingdom upon the earth. And as we see, as we see God's kingdom rise upon the earth, we also have to understand there is going to be Satan's kingdom desperately trying to hold on because they know that their time is short. And we know that, you know, the fight is between these two kingdoms, Satan's kingdom and, and the Lord's and Jesus kingdom. These two sons, their kingdoms are fighting against one another. And we know that, um, if the people do their part, God's kingdom wins. Um, okay. So the gospel, um, Hold on just a moment. Okay. This is the rise of God's kingdom gospel. All his chosen will speak the same language, leading people to Christ, no longer themselves or man or institutions, um, religious, religious institutions, their ways of doing things. They will lead people um, to repentance and to the waters of baptism as the spirit leads people through this process, the 144 are called to bring in the light, the truth of the everlasting gospel. These ministries will look how God needs them to look and not how man thinks they should look. And this is Genesis 11 speaks about, um, you know, everyone is speaking the same language in this time. When Christ calls his ministry forward um, their language will all be the same. They will be teaching all, sorry. Okay. Their language, um, they will all speak this language of God. They will not speak the language of man. They will speak the language of God and his ways of teaching his eternal truths. Um, some same teachings all the way across the board, meaning the same messages, meaning be, the same messages with the same meanings behind them. Although why are there 144? Because we all learn differently, but the message will remain um, with the same outcome. So there's 144 to reach more people, but it will also, they will through the spirit teach people directly how they will learn and understand and lead them directly to Christ, but the outcome for everyone is the same. So if they are truly called by the Lord to his ministry, the outcome and what the people are directly being um, instructed to teach, it is all the same and it all has the same outcome, bringing people into the kingdom of God, never away from Christ, never away from his kingdom, never into the control of man, um, none of that. It is literally leading them back into the presence of God. And if it's not leading them back into the presence of God, then, um, then that's where great discernment is going. Godly discernment is going to be needed. Um, so that you are not sheep being taken to your slaughter because you don't know who you're, who is leading you. Um, you need to know, uh, Christ personally and being led by his Holy spirit and not by man saying that, you know, come with me. I'll show you where Christ is. That's not how it's done. Um, and that's, I think that's in Matthew 24. That's what he's explaining to me is when man will say, you know, lo, here's Christ. Do not follow people. 
Um, the only thing that the 144 will do is help bring people back into relationship with Christ. They will never tell you, oh, I know where Christ is. Come with me. I'm going to show you where he is. Um, okay. So I hope that that made sense. Um, the ministries, so Christ ministries, as Christ directly calls them and instructs them, there will be no contention among them. So you will know them by their fruits and they will all have an eye single to the glory of God because it's his glory. It's his work that they're doing. It is not for their own gain. It is not for the profit of the world. It is not for a following for themselves. It is literally, they have an eye single to the glory of God. This will be the everlasting gospel from, from eternity to all eternity. For this is the living for this is the living God of whom we are a friend. We are called his friend. And this is in James 2, um, 23. So let me get to that really quick. Okay, James 2, 23. And this is the walk of faith. So um, let me just read this and then the scripture will make more sense. Okay. For they, he's talking about the 144, we, those who are called forward now for this great awakening to help the people through this process, to truly lead them to Christ and not to man, um, and to true relationship with Christ. So Christ can lead them back into the presence of God. We, um, for they will walk in obedience to the Lord's voice, no man, no man's voice doing his work through faith. So now they've, they've applied their faith into the works, which is what, um, James is speaking of. And so in James 2, 22, oh, sorry, 23, it says, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. So when we step into faith, and we believe and we're obedient to the voice of the Lord and what we're instructed to do. We are called a friend of God. And so again, by their fruits, you will know them. Um, so as this, this everlasting gospel comes forward, they will not share the gospel of man, but now the gospel of the kingdom of God. And then this is Revelations um, 11 to... Sorry, 11.2. But the court which is without the temple leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles. Okay, so um, during this time of this rising of the 144, so these are the ones um, that, that are coming forth, but he's saying leave those who don't know God yet out. Like, not, not leave them out as in that, but don't... Um, Okay, let me just read this again. But the court which is without the temple leave out. So he's talking about the people who don't know Christ yet for themselves. And measure it not. So he's um, he's still, he's now going to extend that grace as this great awakening happens through the three days of darkness so that the mightiest revival, um, the mightiest, the greatest harvest that's um, took in place 
can come forth now. For it is given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they trod under their feet for three, well, it's for 40 and two months, which is three and a half years. So as this truth comes forward, um, for three and a half years, it's being prophesied that the Gentiles are going to have a hard time going from the false traditions of their fathers, the, the gospel of man to the gospel of the kingdom. And he's showing them this grace in this scripture uh, in Revelations 11 too. So God knows what is coming um, because he, he knows, he knows all. And so I hope that this will help. And this will also help us set our minds to see that things are, are going to, our minds have to be completely renewed and he is going to um, bring forth now his truth. Satan has had his time with this earth. Um, but at the same time, Satan is going to try every tactic he can to pull as many people back into his web of lies as possible. And it, the, the biggest caution with that is that people will not want to let go of what is comfortable. People will not want to let go of what has always been a tradition for them. It's always been comfortable. This is what our fathers and their fathers did. Well, the false traditions of the fathers have to be broken so that the true traditions of the fathers can be brought back and that people can be brought back into covenant with God. And so this will be a beautiful time, but it will also be a really hard time for people because they will have to allow Christ to renew their minds and um, become as that little child again, who's like, okay, I learned everything from the world. And so now I get to sit before Christ and be as that little child again, that's completely teachable, ready for now him to teach his truths to them. And that's, it's a hard place to be. Um, but I can promise and testify it's worth it. Absolutely worth it. Um, and as, as many voices of the world that will be there telling you you're wrong, you're off base. No, that's wrong. That's not correct. Learning to absolutely trust, um, the spirit and, 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 obey the Lord's voice. And that again is going to go into the agency that he wants me to do in the next video about, you know, everything that Christ did in scripture was all done by agency. It was never done by force. So learning to trust our intuition again, learning to, um, hear the Lord's voice, hear the promptings of the Holy spirit and, and go with it no matter what those around us are saying. And so this will truly be the hardest time for people um, that want to just cling on to the ways that have always been comfortable for them because the unknown is very uncomfortable to people, but the outcome will be beautiful and it will bring forth the kingdom of God back upon the earth. So I hope that that helps people understand, um, that these three days of darkness must happen because Christ has done everything that he can to humble his people, to turn them back to him. And, and so this is being allowed to take place um, so that it will truly humble the world and, and um, you know, like he said in this uh, message at the beginning, let me find it really quick. So uh, when the light returns, this world 
will have split. There will now be a great divide among the people of the world and the people of God's kingdom. So, brothers and sisters, as always, please take everything to the Lord. If you have any questions, he can answer them all for you. I, I can promise to testify of that. Um, so I hope that this helps and brings further light and understanding um, to the people. God bless.